The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Aisha Morrison and the marvelous Jess Navarez. Both of you guys are marvelous, just... I didn't say that about. I'm sorry, Aisha. You were amazing. Oh, no. why, did, why did she get amazing? You're, I get marvelous. Oh my goodness! I oh, okay. I just remember. I forgot what? to say something before. I Aisha's gotta get better name, at this. So oh, turning okay. around, you know, thing. make it even. You know, I gotta All get right. better at this thing. All right, <laughs> ladies, how y'all feeling? Y'all good? Oof. Great day today. It's cloudy. It's cloud. I yeah. think we feel in the day because it's all <sighs> mid gloomy outside. It's so yeah. gloomy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the weather outside is dictating the vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like the vibe. I think the, the vibe was a little better so in the locker room, though, right? Don't do that, because I love me some Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite holiday? Christmas? I mean, I I didn't. my family didn't celebrate Christmas growing up, mm. but I just like the way it feels, yeah. besides the debt, the stress, and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Seasonal seasonal depression. Mm. Everything else oh, man. is great. <laughs> It's, do you know that that's like one of the high? Yeah. This is one. It's one of the peak times for that. Like yep. you got to check on your loved ones because the days are shorter. It's it's a it's Less a rough daylight. type of type, time of year for a lot of people psychologically mm. and emotionally and mentally. Check on your people. But other than that, I like the lots and the the food and the tamales. Mm. Oh, tamales! Don't get me started. <laughs> okay, well, ladies, I mean the vibe was better today here at the Star, right? Yes. We got Good a couple vibes. more days until. Finally back at home, get some action between the Cowboys and the Rams. Uh, let's just talk about, we heard from head coach Mike McCarthy. Uh, Jess, I mean, what did you, what were some of your takeaways from a head coach Mike McCarthy? Well, first of all, healthy team, right? Yeah. We're talking post-buy health. Yeah. Hello, uh, healthy team. That is the shortest injury report I think I've ever seen <laughs> in my life um, mm-hmm. there today. And so, yeah, what I got out of Mike McCarthy this morning is everybody's well-rested. Everybody's mm-hmm. recharged, and they're mentally in a good place. That's what I got from McCarthy. That's what I got, the consensus, hello, uh, yeah. in the locker room as well. And so something that I really liked, kind of made my ears perk up, was mm-hmm. he was talking about how he approaches the bye week as a coach. And some people could disagree with this, and that's okay. To each their own if they disagree with it. But he talked about, um, you know, when it comes to home games and what he does differently is he doesn't require the guys to stay in a team hotel Mm. and I think that says so much Mm -hmm. without saying a lot I think when you get into that and you really dive deep it says there's trust mutually mutual trust between coach and player and he said a big thing for him that Marty Schottenheimer showed him was a a really big aspect is allowing guys to sleep in their own beds when they Mm. have the ability to do that I love that he prioritizes them mentally, physically, everything. Um, so I thought that was a little interesting nugget going into this home game yeah, um, on Sunday. Cool. Yeah. Surprised they're um, they're humans. They're yeah. people. They yeah. like whoa, no way to sleep in their bed. <laughs> right? <Are> they? <laughs> they're humans. Wow, really? we didn't know that. No. Um, Shocking. <laughs> uh, I think obviously uh, everything they just said, you know, that stuff stuck out to me. But in regard to like the matchup, and, you know, what's coming up this week, he kind of just he alluded to the fact that uh, schematically there's a lot of um, similarities between the mm-hmm. Chargers. 
um, and then the Rams and also the 40, like he didn't say that, but me looking at it, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's right. Mm-hmm. Um, that there being some similarities in these last few teams that they played. And I do think that those things will kind of help them prepare for this game this week. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I know we're going to get into it. Yeah, most, mm-hmm. most definitely. Uh, I think, of course, for me, it was the fact that they get to be back home, right? Since the Patriots right. uh, game. Uh, so I know they're really excited about that. He talked about the preparation and how, um, you know, the flow into the game finally gets to be back to normal. They're liking, uh, like you mentioned, Jess, uh, they get to sleep in their own bed. So that's pretty awesome. Who doesn't I, didn't, right? I didn't realize this until well, yesterday when we was on the show yeah. and I was like, dang, they have been on the road a yeah. lot to start the season. Yeah. You know, so it, it probably will be a good change of pace for them mm-hmm. to have some time here. Yeah. yeah. And they love the fact that they can play back in front of their fans. Not too, to so. mention... Cowboys have the longest running home game win streak in the last 10 games. Come on, stats. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. I just thought it was a fun fact. Hey, it's a great Come fact. Come on. Well, and, but that's why it was. he was asked about it this <laughs> yeah. morning in the press conference of why do you perform so well at home? Why are you able to win? And he said the atmosphere, it's always competitive. Not only do fans, Cowboys fans, go to home games and travel well, but opposing yeah. fans because why wouldn't you want to go to a Cowboys game playing your team at AT&T Stadium, right? Yeah. It's it's a whole experience in itself. And so he said it's a very competitive environment there, and, you know, the guys would agree. You talked in the locker room, and they're excited to be back home, yeah. especially after a bye week. They're healthy. They're ready to go. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and get dive into that. Uh, as far as locker room talk, some takeaways from there. I know we got to see the guys practice a little bit. Uh, I'll start with you, Aisha. Mm-hmm. We saw, of course, uh, Wanye Thomas. He's back and ready to go he was also right (laughs) Uh, I got to ask him um just you know how's that hamstring I know are are you are you fully ready to go he was like I'm ready to go and just goes you know a little big smile so uh, it was good to see him back um what what were some of your highlights from today's practice that you kind of noticed um well from practice not much of nothing because we was out there because we out there for decoration (laughs) at this point it was windy Um, it it was was windy that's what i noticed yeah um but i think kind of touching base with a lot of the guys to your point man listen um i was mostly in there asking what they did over to buy i was just trying Mm -hmm. to see you know how they're normally what their bodies are like but also too you know like we say they're human so Mm -hmm. it's just like I didn't want to just bombard them with football questions, but I did ask a couple guys, you know, about the upcoming matchup and stuff. And I will say that, you know, most of the running backs are very grateful Mm. to have Mm. um, Glasgow, Blasco, Blasco to have that gentleman back, their coach. um, It sounds like various coaches have been taking over the responsibility of Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, fill that void for the running back room. But it's nothing like having your your yep. your guy back so sounds like those gentlemen are excited about that um also too again to the mm-hmm. point about mike mccarthy saying there were similarities and the Chargers schematically yeah. i asked quite a few of the players you know is does that make film study a little easier because they all come from the shanahan shanahan type mm-hmm. tree so um off the off their offenses so there are a lot of similarities in what they do so i'm just asking them you know is that something that helps with this week of preparation and most of their sentiment was was yes like yeah. so um and yeah i mean really just getting a feel for whether they are they've evaluated and if they've mm-hmm. changed anything and things like that and it does sound like they have they're in a good place in that way to to show some different things this, yeah. this upcoming game yeah. yeah high spirits in the locker room mm-hmm. they're it's and it's not an overconfidence it's just i'm healthy Mm -hmm. i'm recharged a lot of the guys got to see their families their loved ones and that works wonders when you're doing this day in and day out you don't get to see it a lot of people take it for granted because you live close to your family and if you don't then you understand that 
that can really wear on you. And these guys, again, shocking, they're human. And yeah. so getting to reconnect with their loved ones uh, was one of the main things that they told me they did over the bias. Mentally, mm. are you good? Physically, you're good. Everybody's good. Everybody's healthy. Um, talk to Brandon Aubrey. And yeah. Brandon Aubrey is just always going to be very even killed. No matter what he's talking about, he cracked a joke and he smiled. And I was like, whoa. It's like the vising whoa. man. It's like the vising man. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, he talked about his... Um, you know where he is right now and kind of evaluating and how he spent his bye week and it was funny they they asked him what was harder being a software engineer or the Dallas Cowboys kicker he said well during the week it was definitely the software engineer but the weekends are a lot harder over here uh with the Cowboys so that was that was really fun um got to catch up with a lot of a lot of the guys though just real quick um J-Ron J-Ron talked for a while Micah Tony Pollard we heard from all those guys but the biggest takeaway Aisha to your point piggybacking off of Jeff Blasco's return that's the running backs coach for the Dallas Cowboys he's been on a medical leave of absence since week one of the season Mm -hmm. um glad to see that he's back and and healthy and Mm -hmm. and happy and out there on the field with the guys that was that was good to see um but Tony Pollard talked about the communication aspect that he brings to the room of making sure everybody's on the same page. Look, if y'all are going to communicate, count me in, count me in on it. Um, so I don't necessarily think there was a drop off without him, but I think you can just make it even better with having your coach that was hired for that position. Uh, who's been with the organization for the last four years. He was an assistance offensive line coach last three years. And then this year taking over as the running backs coach. So it's good stuff for me. I talked to a couple of the receivers, of course, um, CD mm-hmm. um, caught up with B Cooks. You were there, you know, mm-hmm. catching up with CD as well. Uh, her from Cavante as well. My thing from them that I kind of grasped was the fact that they're just trusting the process, right? And um, I think that's been a theme for Brandon Cooks, right? He's finally getting um, implemented and included in this offense. Mm-hmm. And now you're seeing, like, you know, the improvements that they're making, right, against the Chargers, how they're kind of making those strides. Uh, but now it's it's more so just trusting the process, trusting the fact that the play calling is going to be improved, right? The offensive line um, change is going to improve. And then I guess that's, when, that's how this whole offense improves, right? Mm-hmm. So just yeah. making this right strides. I think that they're all just finally – coming together as far as trusting the process as far as making the strides to improve this offense. So that's kind of something that I um, yeah. took away from them. I mean, with the offensive line, yeah. touch base with Terrence and a couple of the guys. Yeah. Terrence uh, got a haircut, by the way. Yeah, he did. I was surprised. <laughs> I said, bro, this is crazy. Terrence got on a do-ray. Like, this is, I wouldn't I had a double is take. crazy. I, I had a like, double take. I didn't realize crazy. it was Terrence sitting over there at first. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that. But, yeah. It looks um, good. It looks good. Just kind of talk to them about the fact, you know, it is a copycat league mm-hmm. um, going against the uh, going against the Rams um, because Aaron Donald is really their their guy. Yeah. Um, they're doing a lot of stunning and stuff like that to get him open and available to allow him to, you know, rush the passer and um, or just allow other guys opportunities, honestly. And so with that, this team blitzed a lot and stuff, too. Kind of wanted to talk to them and see what their communication is like, because, again, you know, they had only been together for two weeks until this past week and now you know so getting this full week of practice hopefully for those guys and this offensive line we'll see their communication their communication got to be on point with with how much teams are going to continue to do that because I don't think teams think that they can beat 
the Cowboys offensive line one on one matchup just every snap. Yeah. So they're gonna they're, they're trying to figure out ways to get to the quarterback. So kind of want to again. I just that was one thing I took away from the um, locker room today is talking to the offensive line. They feel like they are taking strides as far as the continuity because they actually are getting to mm-hmm. practice together. So yep, boom yeah, boom. That kind of goes towards uh, what I learned from Tyler Smith in mm-hmm. Cowboys Hour earlier this week. Uh, he kind of touched on how. Mike Solari really wants them to be like a player-led um, offensive line group. So I guess uh, Solari asked them, like, what do you guys need from me in order to make sure that you guys can go out there and, you know, do y'all's job and just really improve? And Tyler was telling me how, well, we're getting a lot of unscouted looks, man. We, we got to start <laughs> practicing this stuff um, on a day-to-day basis. And um, the way he kind of, like, explained it to me was just, like, the miscommunication they're having, yeah. uh, which kind of mm-hmm. leads to those mistakes. And so that's something that I know that uh, they really have been working on. So hopefully we get a chance to see that. Yeah, they're well. throwing things at them. Yeah. I, now Mike McCarthy mentioned that, is that mm-hmm. teams are throwing uh, defensive front <clears throat> looks mm-hmm. at them that are different than what they did even the week before. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's honestly, it's semi-respectful to, yeah. to know, like, they changing their whole game plan because yeah. they don't think that they can, you know, defend your – well, they can deal with your offensive line. So the practicing mm-hmm. it and practicing some of the things that maybe you don't expect, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess that is a big adjustment. I didn't yeah. even think yeah. of that, quite yeah. honestly. <laughs> yeah, he also said that they have to basically go back to, like, their fundamentals mm-hmm. of yeah. making that first and second step uh, that kind of helps you pick mm-hmm. up where – um, I guess the meeting point is. Or, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know. I think that's something, too, that yeah. we've been hearing kind of across the board is going back to fundamentals. Mm-hmm. And Mike McCarthy mentioned that in his press conference or his uh, conference call, rather, on Monday. He said that, you know, you don't necessarily go back because something is going wrong, but you can go back fundamentally to make sure something is going even better mm-hmm. than what mm-hmm. you learned before. Yeah. And so I think a lot of the bye week was not only focusing on their downfalls and mm-hmm. things that they obviously know they need to improve upon, but also going back to the fundamentals of the game, of the process to make sure that they're growing in those ways as well. So, yeah, I'm excited. Very well-charged, re- regrouped uh, yeah locker room today is there a group particular that you guys are most excited about seeing um improve and see the improvements come on sunday you already know mine you have to choose one what's your tight ends tight ends Mm. got to talk to uh sean mckeon and then luke schoonmaker today i saw ferguson pass by in in the locker room didn't get to talk to him but talk to those two guys they're refreshed they're good they told me some really good um good stuff today so overall it seems like they're going to get more involved, hopefully. Um, but from from what they told me, yeah, that's that's something obviously they're not happy with. We talked about this already. Lunda Walls isn't happy with it, not happy with the production. So um, maybe it doesn't happen a lot this week. You don't see a big jump, but per the progression of the second trimester, as uh, Mike McCarthy puts it, I, I want to see more of that. It's a good game to do so, too. Um, mm-hmm. The Rams. I don't know why I want to call them the Chargers so bad. <laughs> We've been on oh, this. Yeah. We've been on this. Oh, <laughs> weird bye week and then two L.A. teams. But yeah, they... Uh, wild. I'm not saying they struggle with defending tight ends. I'm just saying they, they struggle a little bit with defending tight ends. Also, too, they do a lot of cover, too, just mm-hmm. very similar to what we saw at the Chargers. So the middle of the field is open. So you do want to see your tight ends get involved and do some things. Now, for to answer your question, Nicole, though, my <laughs> my my position that I'm looking at to see improve is the running back room. It is, mm-hmm. I think it's just very important. And, again, I appreciate what those guys have done in pass pro. Um, but – 
you just need more for you need more from the run game offensive line yep. running backs go hand in hand obviously but I just think again the the usage and the way that these guys are um are being able to take advantage of their opportunities I'm hoping that this is a game where they can get after it they can get after it and kind of get back on the right track all right well listen we've got more for you guys that are listening to us uh we'll be breaking down the matchups we'll also be seeing who has the advantage we'll play a quick game uh coming up right after the break you're watching girls talk boys talk presented by jigsaw the preferred dating partner of the dallas cowboys we know that juicy cheesy grilled to perfection burger sounds amazing but it does sound like something is missing Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. this football season with the new Nike Volt Collection, a bold collection with new accents that will make you stand out like the star that you are. Head to a pro shop near you or log on to shop.dallascowboys.com, a fanatics experience. The star that you are. That's actually pretty cool. I love I that. Like that slogan. I loved that. That was cute. That, that was bad. really that was really up my alley right there, guys. Yep. <laughs> I've seen it. Just the hands. <laughs> the star yeah. that you are. <laughs> I knew, I, I knew we were going to be on the same page with that. Wow. Love that. That made me happy. Oh, great minds. Great minds. All right, ladies. Jazzy, Jazzy said, said it was mid. Okay. Said it was well, she said it was mid. I guarantee you no other podcast giving hater. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is giving hater. All right, ladies. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into um, this quick game. Mm-hmm. We're going to see who has the advantage, right? I'm going to compare the positions on each side of the ball, each team. And see who has the advantage. Lord of mercy. It's going to be fun. Okay. All right. We're going to start with the quarterback position. Dak, Matt Stafford. Dak. I would say Dak because Matthew Stafford is dealing with a couple of injuries. He's pretty banged up right now. So we're just going to go with Dak here. Going with Dak. 
Right. I gotta say it with my chest. Well, Deck. I gotta Deck. say it with my chest. I didn't say it with I was my chest. quick with it. Oh, yeah. Deck. Well, yeah, and to your point, Aisha, I mean, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford, obviously, that's kind of been the talk this week is how banged up he is. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> look, <laughs> this edge rush is not gonna give him a break this yeah. week. So yeah. um yeah, no, Dak. Dak's well rested. Mm-hmm. He had the bye week off as well. He's healthy. And uh, everybody that I talked to today said that Dak's in a good place. So, yeah. Dak. And everyone, I know that they've been posing that question to Dak. Uh, I mean, sorry, a lot of the offensive players, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. is Dak at his best and is his offense at his best when he uses his mobility and he mm. makes right decisions? And what they or- say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Yeah. Surprise. So, uh, yeah, expect to see a lot of that um, on Sunday against the Rams. All right. Running back room. Pollard. They got, well, Kyron Williams is on IR. So, Ronnie and I believe Daryl Henderson. Mm. Let's see. So, we got Pollard and Doddle. And then for the Rams, Henderson. We got well, Ronnie both of Rivers. those gentlemen, if I'm not mistaken, they're trying to get their legs mm-hmm. under them. Both of those guys are kind of returning to yeah. football. So, and also too, it's the style of running. These guys, both of them, are really downhill runners. Neither one of them is really shifty. So, if we're comparing running back rooms, mm-hmm. I do think that if Kyron was playing, there might be some conversation to be had. But because he's not there, I definitely tip my hat to the Cowboys here. But again, it's contingent on. What, what they look like this week because sometimes you get a lot from the run game and sometimes we be walking away like what's going on yeah. here so well I'm going to say of course Cowboys have the advantage uh, I was looking at the numbers and um, mm-hmm. the Rams are the 21st worst defense in rushing defense so um, yeah I, I, I'm going to go with Rico and Pollard yeah well I'm going to go with Rico and Pollard but what I want to see is more Rico mm. period please yeah, we beg of you. If we, we try more Rico, like please, football guys. Yeah, no, and that's no shade to TP at no. all because yeah. he's healthy. You know, he was even asked uh, today. You know, how do you how do you handle kind of you're averaging less yardage per carry than you did last season? How do you how do you handle that? And mm-hmm. he said, I just stay patient. So it's no shade. It, there's nothing wrong with that. You had a one two punch that worked for you before. Establish that. See if it works for you again. And build the run more than anything else. I mean, uh, yeah, no. Get Rico Dowdle. Don't get me started. Get Rico Dowdle more involved this week. But I'm going to take Pollard and, and Dowdle. Yeah. All right. Receivers. <sighs> Lord have mercy. I know. This one's a little hard. <laughs> uh, because Puka? Oh. Puka and Cooper Cup are really insane. a serious tandem. And don't forget about Tutu Atwell. Yeah. He held it down. Yep. He held it down yep. um, while Cooper Cup was out. They have Tyler Higby, who's a good tight end. Sugar honey. <laughs> that was worth two nicknames? My nah, gosh. typically. So typically I wouldn't. I think in any other instance I might give it to the Cowboys. But because the wide receiver play has been inconsistent at times, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to tip my hat to the right, to the Rams. Because mm-hmm. they just, I mean, one thing they're going to do is throw the ball downfield. Yeah. They they don't care. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think they're averaging 270 yards, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. those three guys. Uh, and then, mm-hmm. of course, you got the Cowboys passing defense, 177 yards they're allowing. So... Battle of that, I'm going with the Rams. I'll play devil's advocate just to do it. I'll go with the Cowboys. And here's why. They had a week off to adjust Mm -hmm. and establish what exactly they want that passing identity to be. You have a Michael Gallup that had a week to kind of go through and and understand where he's at um, and fix it. And and I think it'd be a little different if you weren't coming off of a bye week. But I think the bye week does make a bit of a change in, in the fact that you're healthy. 
you're healthier now than you're going to be for the rest of the season because you're coming straight off the bye. You're fresh, and you started to see your starting line starting point in the uh, Chargers game. Mm -hmm. And so as far as what the passing threat can be, getting Brandon Cooks involved, uh, Michael Gallup's getting targeted, it's just up to him at that point to um, continue and and finish the play. And then, yeah, you have CeeDee Lamb, who's been cd lambing you know if, as the kids would say um <laughs> now i'm gonna take the cowboys for this one and it's because i think like i said they're starting to establish mm-hmm. what that passing game looks like and if you have dak who is uh getting protected mm-hmm. and can release that ball quickly then yeah i'm gonna go cowboys but i'm playing devil's advocate yeah. just yeah. to do i don't it. want the boys to think that i'm choosing i'm saying that they have a better talent no no uh, no because no. we can definitely uh, if we're comparing I guess about potential. Definitely, I'm taking our Cowboys. Game. Yeah, but true. just for so far, I yeah, haven't seen the consistency. Fair. Of course, I'm the Rams have been Rams. more consistent with exactly. with their passing threat. Uh, Aisha, who? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what? I guess threat does uh, Nakua bring? That <laughs> <laughs> dude's crazy, man. Let me tell you, like, I, yeah. it's very difficult to replicate a Cooper Cup, mm. I, but for them to go out and, and find a guy that is literally almost like a a replica of him and just a very similar player he's he's so physical i love how he deals with contact but it's it's the yak ability too and he he's not he's Mm -hmm. difficult to tackle um he has speed i think last week he had 92 yards after catch excuse me you said 92 92 92 yards after catch this gentleman almost has he almost has a thousand yards receiving i think he's like third in the nfl receiving after seven weeks that's crazy like what he's done and come in so unexpectedly i know a lot of people i missed him listen Mm -hmm. i I covered the draft i have to admit i missed him because he's so dominant and um the versatility too is that he can play inside he can play outside and when when a wide receiver can do that it just opens up their ability and it also gives them more opportunities to be off be on the field um, I, I mean, the yak ability, like I said, he's so physical at the line of scrimmage, so you got to put a body on him. And um, he also, too, he, he's very good at scrambling for his quarterback. Mm. He's he's a young dude, so he's going to do that. Yeah. But um, I've just been so impressed with his tenacity and his willingness to just to be there. And he's like we talked about. To fill Cooper Cup's shoes yeah. in his absence is not difficult. It's not easy to do, and he really did it with ease. I'm just so impressed by him, and I do think he's gonna get his. He's gonna. He's gonna make plays, y'all. Putting There's, a body on him, though. Who Who do you believe? Is well, up I actually yeah, I talked to Stephon Gilmore mm-hmm. about that today because I was asking him again when you talk about the schematics and yeah. and what they like to do. They like to do a lot of bunch formations and mesh, and that's basically where they line up three receivers on Mm -hmm. one side and what that does is it causes conflict especially if you're playing man it creates those natural rub routes it creates traffic to get guys to get guys open Mm -hmm. and um i mean and so i was asking stefan like you know so would you with the cowboys are predominantly man team yeah how do you you know navigate that what do you do and he just told me you have to pick and choose your spots when you Mm -hmm. do decide to play man because i think with these receivers you have to get a body on them at the line of scrimmage. You got to put hands and feet on them. You got to do something to yeah. s- to throw off their routes. Otherwise, they're c- 
they're going to beat you. And they do a lot of deep crossers, deep overs. And those are some of the hardest things to defend in the yeah. NFL. So hard to defend. Um, but he was just saying you got to pick and choose your spots. And also, too, you just got to do it. So yeah. and those have given the Cowboys trouble. So I'm really yeah. looking to see how they adjust to that if they play more zone or if they do decide to disguise and stuff like that this next game. Well, hopefully the Cowboys can take on that challenge. All right, let's move to the next group, position group, tight ends. Jake Ferguson, Tyler Higby. Mm. <laughs> Sip your tea while your coffee. Go ahead, Go ahead Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Nicole. Go ahead, Jess. Uh, I think I'm going to take... Mm, I'm going go to go with Cowboys. Uh, Ferguson, of course, can do both. He's a great pass catcher. He's also an efficient blocker. Um, I think Higby's more so just a great um, guy who can catch in space. So I, I, I think I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go with Cowboys. I'm gonna go with Jay Fergie. Sorry, okay. I had to do that. I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look into look at Higby a little bit no and worries. see what, what we got. What we yeah. got on him. Yeah, I got we, you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Cowboys for this one, mm. and it's because. You're out. So when we're referring to trimesters, we're referring to how Mike McCarthy has broken down this season. He's mm-hmm. broken it down into trimesters. First six weeks, and then, you know, we're officially in the second trimester of the Cowboys season. Yeah. And so you had that first chunk of the season to establish the blocking game from these tight ends because that's really – and that's no shade, but that's what they've been doing the most of. The receiving threat just has not been there for this tight end group. But then again, goes back to kind of the ball distribution issue that I think is going to hopefully be resolved uh, this week. However, when you have a Jake Ferguson, I was watching Jake at practice this morning specifically, and he's doing some extra things that um, I haven't seen him do individually. Mm by himself yet he was off to the side working some individual stuff i peeped that too last week and so i'm thinking there's a plan here to get jake obviously more involved but again you also have a guy like sean McEwen, who i think is super underrated i will stay on this heel that uh he is definitely more underrated than people um let off to be but he um yeah, I talked to him in the locker room for a long time. He's doing good. Luke Schoonmaker. Look, overall, I'm going to this Cowboys tight end room because it's time for them to get their feet on the ground. It's it's not even a choice. It's You need to start being more of a receiving threat. And when you have a Jake Ferguson with that yak ability, use it. Yep. You need it. Yep. Use it. Yeah, I would go there. I would say the same. Higby mm-hmm. is kind of – he'd be the odd man out low-key with mm-hmm. just how much the, their receivers do and stuff. And – um he also helps out on the offensive line often. So for me, I would definitely go with the Cowboys tight ends as, as far as talent and what they're capable of doing. Um, I didn't think about the fact that maybe some of the extra blocking stuff could be because of the offensive line being kind of up and down and, mm. and, and yeah. those guys not being, yep. you know, because that, that happens. It happens. So, yeah, I would say uh, I would say the Cowboys tight ends and, and, and <laughs> they better come on. I'm, I'm telling you right now, y'all. I'm telling you. Say it a little louder. I'm <laughs> telling you, and I'm telling you right now. I need these tight ends to come on they with They will not yeah. be real if uh, <laughs> they get it together and yeah. get more involved in it. And it's no shade to them. They're frustrated, too. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It's no shade. They are absolutely frustrated with their lack of involvement in, yeah. in that aspect of the game. Because yeah. who doesn't want to get the ball? It's a little shade, sure. though, because it's a little shade for me, though, because... <laughs> 
quarterback been putting the ball on them. Yeah. In that red gotcha. zone. Mm-hmm. And they haven't, you know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. and Dak's going to trust them. But psychologically, at some point in time, you'd be like, Mm-mm. Brody, I don't know about you, bro. You keep dropping stuff. So they have to also, too, show themselves as reliable. Mm. Like, they have to do that. I don't and again, think they're at that point with Dak, though. What? Yeah, that Dak doesn't, like, that psychologically he doesn't pass to them. Like, I think, uh, honestly, too, you, you kind of look at the matchups and kind of how things have gone. But it, it goes back to what we were talking about of just, I don't... <laughs> I don't think the ball distribution is there. And I hate, I feel like a broken record at this point saying it, but really, other than CeeDee Lamb, who has consistently gotten the ball at this point. I believe our tight end usage is is bottom of the league right now. Yeah. As far as the receptions and stuff goes. And so, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We're turning a new new page. The second trimester of the Cowboys season. (laughs) Mm. Everybody. Mm. All right, ladies, offensive line. Who has the... Advantage. I, I, tater tots. I would say the Cowboys. Um, I mean, you look at yeah. I'm sorry, that's a curse. You haven't word. heard tater tots yet. Um, I heard you guys say it the first like time I was on here, but I didn't. Yeah, looking at their offensive line and kind of a lot of what they do. Uh, they're not a power offensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot, you know, to try to get guys in space. They also do a lot of motioning and stuff like that because I don't believe that they believe that they can just go head up with a, a defensive line like the Cowboys. So expect to see um, motion and, and them trying to get our guys out of gaps and also to making our line, trying to confuse our linebackers and stuff. Their offensive line is, they've been trying to build it. They've been trying to get some things going and they do have some decent players over there. I think Steve Avia is over there if I'm yes. not mistaken from TCU and he was one of my favorites coming out of the draft and yeah. but he even he struggled because offensive line is not just about one guy it's mm-hmm. about a collective and so they they're trying to find their way I was surprised that's why I was so surprised when I watched them against the 49ers because I mean they blocked that thing up yeah like Stafford had time if he has they they will find ways to give him time mm-hmm. so I think that they'll um I, I do think that the Cowboys have the edge there just because of schematically how they have to to do things mm. what you think I can agree with that but I, I I also think I take the Cowboys only because I know Dak's been sacked but four, 14 times has he I, I think you. he's been sacked I think he's, it's he's been, been sacked 14 times. times 14 times and the Rams have given 14. up the sixth most um amount of sacks in the league so it's kind of like hmm. Hmm. they better be praying they they're both kind of <laughs> no what was yeah, it yesterday? I mean, I, Praying it's both kind of even, but I, I, I think I'd have to go with, I'd go with the Cowboys. I just haven't seen um, the consistency, of course, uh, when it comes to, you know, of course, blocking um, and mm-hmm. making creating those holes for the run game, and the Rams either. I mean, that's why Stafford's really been inconsistent too this year, just because he hasn't had time. So, Lordy, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> made me do my nervous Lordy. laugh. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jess. I'm sorry. I can't look at you because I'm going to laugh. I'm bad, yeah. I don't even know why we're laughing. I'm just... One of those days. Because Aisha, she's like, Lordy. Lordy. I'm, I feel, I'm, scared. I'm scared for them a little bit. Yeah. Especially Look, him dealing with a hip. Yeah. Here's what? the thing. I've become immune to to her and Aisha's like... Oh, my ad-libs. Yeah, like her, her expressions to where... It's so funny when I think about it, but I just... I've become... Uh, used to it um okay i'm gonna go cowboys o-line with this one and that's because matt stafford is your eighth most sacked quarterback in the league right now he has 18 sacks on him 
And here's the thing. No, he doesn't. But guess what? Like I just said, Mike Parsons isn't going to take it easy on you. Tank Lawrence is not going to take it easy on you. Not at all. They're going to bring the heat. And look, (laughs) look, compared to what the Rams offensive line has to deal with, compared to what the Cowboys offensive line has to deal with, it's not on the same level. And for me, personally, I'm excited to see what officially week three of this cohesion looks like for this line, mm-hmm. how important that is to build. This is when you're going to start to see what you would have seen week three of the season, yeah. right? And so you're, you're mm-hmm. kind of on a backed up time frame right now when it comes to the O-line. So you haven't seen it be consistent enough because you just haven't seen it together yet. Mm-hmm. So you're going to start to see that up and up kind of who they actually are as a unit. And yeah. so uh, I'm going to go Cowboys O-line for this one. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break, and we'll be right back here on Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Days presented by SeatGeek give NFL fans an experience of a lifetime the day prior to Dallas Cowboys home games. On October 28th, enjoy activities at the Miller Lighthouse, get a behind the scenes tour of the AT&T Stadium, and more. Visit attntstadium.com slash rally days for more information and get your tickets. Have you ladies today. been to Rally Days? Uh no, I have not. I've not been to Rally Days. What is it? I don't know. I was, I was um I let's know. see. Um <clears throat> Rally Day. <laughs> Oh, no, no really oh, I haven't been, but I've heard that they're really fun. I've had fun. friends and family that have gone to participate. You do oh. a whole bunch of things. It's really cool. It's a literal day. Like a Cowboys block party. Cowboys oh. block party. Jazz, thanks for sounds fun. Oh, uh, sound lit. I, I, yeah, it sounds mm, fun. I thought that it was a location. I thought it was like a <laughs> rally days. This is a place. Just leave me alone. Isn't there like a gas station that's called like Rallies? Well, something? Rallies is, yeah. is is a restaurant. It's like oh. a fast food place. So I, I was just. I know that. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> bad. I, Rallies, checkers. I think y'all are making this up. Mm-mm. I'm not. I, yeah, I, it's their checkers, sister restaurant. Is that, it's checkers. Yeah, Rallies is their sister restaurant. Thanks, Jazz. All right. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and move this conversation forward. Anyways. All right. Um, real quick. Um, defensive side of the ball, ladies. Uh, mm-hmm. Defensive line. Who has the edge? Cowboys. Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I know Aaron Donald Third. is there, but yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. Uh, linebackers. <sighs> mm. Look, that was that's not being shady. Who's playing? 
We don't know if Rashawn is playing. Well, mm. I just checked for an injury report, uh, and I forget about the time zone difference. We haven't gotten yes. an injury report yet from the Rams. So they're three I keep, hours behind? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. so I keep so looking, and there there hasn't sense. been anything yet. So, so right now we're going to go Cowboys. I'm going to go Cowboys at right, this but, point. Yeah. I also talked to uh, Damone, too, and he says that, like, What's kind of helped them as a unit is the fact that they all feed off of each other. Yeah. Um, that's what's really helped them kind of improve and make the strides they need to uh, make. But I, I've been impressed with them all season long, though. So yeah. even though that th- that room's still somewhat thin, but you've made those new additions, you know. I think what worries me the most is they are so young and we forget yeah. how young of a group that they are. And, and that's OK, because here's the thing. You're getting those in-game reps and experience that, that come along with it. But what gives me solace in this linebacker room um, was actually hearing J. Ron mm-hmm. Curse, not a linebacker, but yeah. hearing J. Ron Curse talk about taking over the green dot and mm-hmm. that communication aspect without Leighton in the game. And the way he explained how the current linebacker room, even without Leighton, is able to diagnose and communicate yep. makes him feel good and comfortable. Hearing that from a veteran like Jaron Curse mm-hmm. says staples about what your young linebacker yeah. room is doing. So yeah. I'll yeah. go Cowboys too, but just noted that the youth is there. Yeah. The youth is there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, and they understand that too, yep. you know. Um, but they, that yep. just means that they're they're taking on roles that they necessarily didn't see themselves taking on yet, but they're ready for the challenge. So, I mean, hey. yeah, I touched base with Demont Clark yeah. too, and he was we was to your point, to you ladies' points, like they are young, and mm-hmm. with Demont especially, he was he told me he was like, you know, I, I didn't suit up until October thirtieth mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. And so he's almost, and we, I was like, I ain't trying to be, you know, but you, you, he's kind of a rook yeah. still in a way. Yeah. And, um, he just was talking about, I was asking him how Rashawn Evans has helped him or whatever. And he was saying that they've connected and they connected mm-hmm. over the bye. And he was just saying how happy he is for his mentorship because, you know, with Leighton being out, he doesn't really have anyone to just go yeah. to like that for, for and all a, he's had is Leighton in a scene in a yeah. senior capacity. So, yeah. Um, to your point, yeah. I think him, uh, Rashawn being here is going to really help him. Mm-hmm. Me and me and Damone both agreed last game was his best game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this is something for him to continue to build upon. All right. Ladies, let's move on to the secondary. Well, yeah, all of those guys, safeties, corners included. Okay. Yeah, I give the I give the Cowboys the upper hand here. Yeah. Um, Rams got a couple of – they have some young guys that they're still mm-hmm. trying to get a feel for. Um and just also, too, I, I, they do a lot of disguising and doing things like that. But just the way that they – I will say I do like some of their nickel packages. They blitz from the nickel. They yeah. do some – they do some – I don't know. They shake it up a little bit. Yeah, they do. <laughs> but I would, give, um, I would give the Cowboys the upper hand as far as versatility there and their secondary. Um, yeah, especially with Deron Bland and Stephon yeah. being out there. Yeah. Please. Please. Please spare us. With who? Don't say it. With who? Oh, my God. Who's out there? Uh, Don't do it. Somebody with the last name. But go ahead and do it. I was just because he's anything but bland. Anyways, of course I'm gonna go with the Cowboys for this one. And I'm not trying to sound like a homer or anything, but I really feel confident with where this team is right now, post by Mm -hmm. where they left off. You know, pre bye week, and I I think somebody like um, Deron Bland. You already know. Um, I think when somebody like Deron Bland is able to make strides that he's made, um, I was trying to pull up the stats here. My nails will not allow me to click on this computer fast enough. Um, Oh, my goodness. If y'all have ever had nails and you're trying to work on this computer, y'all know. Um, Leading the team right now in total 
um, tackles, 39 total tackles, uh, Damone Clark. And then you go down and then you have, let's see, where's De, uh, Deron Bland? 21. 21 right now, but what I like the most from Deron Bland is the pass deflections that he has. He leads the team right now with that. Mm -hmm. Seven of them, three interceptions. Two of those were against... He had Two uh, touchdowns. Yeah, two almost... Um, what, what's it called? Uh, two interceptions just didn't come yep. down the ball against the Chargers. So that, yeah. And I think that's an aspect of his game that he wants to work on, <clears throat> yeah. is you come down with the ball, and a pass deflection is great, and we heard about this from mm. the assistant coaches, that... Look, it's yeah. great, but you're still missing the you big need, play. Yeah. So I think if they can shore up those edges, tie those knots, make them into bows, and instead of a pass deflection, you get an interception, you're in a really good spot with this uh, DB group. They got a lot of... Oh, oh my, No, no, go ahead. They got a lot of... Um, I will say, too, that talking to the secondary, they got a lot of respect for Stafford. Mm -hmm. He's earned that. His yeah. arm talent, and he's just not... He's not afraid. He's yeah. not afraid at all. I mean, they're seventh in yards per game. Um, they're 16th in scoring. They're 10th in the red zone. They're good on third down. And, again, when you look at them, they're not a run team. Nope. They're doing all of this basically just passing the ball. And they want to push the ball downfield. They want to have big chunk plays. That's been one of the Cowboys' Achilles mm -hmm. heels this past year as far as the um, secondary goes. So I do think bye week. Yeah. adjustments yeah evaluation mm -hmm. how do they handle because th to me that's probably the only the secondary's biggest problem is the big place the big chunk place that they've yeah. had this year how do they respond to this this is a perfect team to get some practice yeah you know and and to improve there so yeah this 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 rams offense baby listen they about to sling he's gonna <laughs> Stafford's gonna sling the ball around he is not afraid yeah. no he's yeah. not that's and something that Mike mccarthy windows. said too that yeah. though he he's not afraid to take hits mm -hmm. and make he can make any throw so that's something that he also all... needs to throw it quickly mm -hmm. to avoid the pass rush and yeah. with the state of uh how banged up he is he's gonna mm -hmm. get that ball out quickly yeah well, for sure. I always appreciate it at least. This will do it for Girls Talk, Boys Talk. Mm. Yeah. For today's episode. Mm. We'll be back tomorrow. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the, def really? the preferred dating partner really? of the Dallas Cowboys. Got it. <laughs> preferred dating partner it. of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!